No one comes between me and my monster. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. The Lovewell Institute for the Creative Arts is an arts education not-for-profit where students from around the world have been conceiving, writing, and performing original full-length musicals since 1989. Tonight, we'll be taking you on our first Lovewell Rewind, a series where we take a look back at musicals from the Lovewell Vault with interviews from original creators and the complete audio of the show. In the spirit of Halloween, we will be listening to They Came from the Silver Screen, a thrilling new musical written by the students and staff of Lovewell Fort Lauderdale, Teen Session 1, all the way back in 2011. Well, let's get to those interviews. First up, we have one of the student creators of the show, Alana Miller. Hey, Alana. Thanks so much for being on our first episode. Hey, Tyler. So happy to be on the Love Well podcast. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about what you've been up to lately? Um, so basically, I work and live in New York City. I work for NBCNews.com. I'm a digital video producer. Um, so basically, I make day-to-day videos. Um, I edit, sometimes go out and shoot. Uh, social-friendly videos, also long-form videos that live on the NBC News website and also on the NBC News social media pages, um, as well as YouTube. So basically just making some videos all day. During They Came from the Silver Screen, you primarily wrote with one group of characters uh, affectionately referred to as the Scooby Gang. What was that like? Yeah, so the group uh, I got to write with was... Super cool because it was pretty much all of my closest friends uh, from Lovewell. Um, we were a couple of us. It was our last year being a Lovewell student, so we really just wanted to have fun. Um, there were a couple of people in the Scooby Gang that I had never uh, been. I've been in a Lovewell show with, but our characters never meshed, and one of them was my best friend, Kimmy, and so we were super excited that we could actually have characters that were in the show together, and we actually could have scenes together. Do you recall any great moments in the writing process? The one writing process that I really remember is uh, when we wrote The Summer of the Century. <clears throat> I remember we were in a dressing room, and I believe Nathan was on the guitar, um, and it, we were writing on the mirror and I feel like this is true. Like we were just using a, like a dry erase marker on a mirror. Um, and it was super fun. Like we were in the dressing room and it was super low key and it was only like the four or five of us with Nathan. Um, and it was just a lot of fun and the words were coming so easily to us and, the rhyming was super silly, but it was also super easy to to uh, think of. Um, so definitely writing Summer of the Century was probably the best moment of the show for me. Was there some realization or was there something you learned creatively from the experience of working on this show that stays with you today? I think a lesson or I don't know if it's necessarily a lesson or just like a motto or something to live by is to like, to always make sure you're having fun in whatever sort of creative work you're doing. Because I feel if you aren't having fun, then it's probably not going to be fun for the person watching it. Um, I know when I go out and shoot a video, I I, I just want to be super passionate about what I'm trying to tell, what story I'm trying to tell. And that just comes across 
in the edit and it makes everything so much easier when you're happy about it and when you you know, are positive about the idea you're trying to convey. And, um, and I think with, they came from the silver screen, we were so happy the whole time and we were having so much fun. Um, we were cracking jokes, you know, we were playing pranks, you know, it was just a lot of fun. Um, and I think it was nice because our previous shows were awesome. The previous, I was in two other shows before this, uh, before they came from the silver screen, and they were awesome in their own way. Um, they were just a little bit, you know, heavier and more dramatic. And um, not saying that those processes were bad, but this one was just, you know, so different and so easy and so fun. And, um, you know, there was just never a dull moment when we were writing. They came from the silver screen. Also, another lesson, if you're working with Ryan Judah on a show, never trust him. Just kidding. Um, but he did pull a couple pranks on me while we were on stage that some of you may remember. Um, but still all fun, all good and fun. Thanks so much, Alana. Can't wait to see you again soon. Thanks, Tyler. Looking forward to uh, listening to more Lovewell podcasts. Our next interview is with another original creator of the show, Jared Korak. Jared, welcome. Thanks so much for sitting down with us. Thanks for having me, Tyler. What sort of shenanigans have you been up to recently? Well, I uh, moved to New York City not too long ago, and uh, pretty soon I'm going to start working with a theater for young audiences to develop a brand new musical um, set in Florida. So more on that soon. Okay, walk us through the brainstorming process of this show. If memory serves, weren't you the one who first mentioned the idea of monster movies? Well, your memory is definitely a lot better than mine because I have absolutely no recollection of being the one to suggest that, uh, but I'm happy to take credit for it. Uh, I just remember there being this vibe going around the brainstorming circle that we wanted to do something different. We wanted to tackle something that was crazy, zany, fun, and someone, maybe it was me, um, threw out the idea of the classic universal monster movies of the 40s and 50s, you know, The Wolfman, Frankenstein. And that just sparked this excitement for really leaning into the genre and, you know, doing that 40s and 50s music and emulating the really rich and fun characters that are present in these monster movies and uh, emulating the villains as well, the iconic villains. What's your favorite memory of the writing process? Um, I think about the writing the finale of the show a lot. Um, I remember Nathan Tyson and I just went into like one of the back dressing rooms with a guitar and kind of came up with this Chuck Berry-ish, uh, Johnny B. Good style riff. And, you know, with the rest of the cast wrote this really fun, you know, rock and roll number called No One Comes Between Me and My Monster. That was the chorus. Um, and the finale also stands out to me because it has one of my favorite Love Oil lyrics of all time. Um, my character's name was Lon Buffart. And so the lyric is, long before, long befart. Um, so I think about writing that finale a lot. Um, it was a lot of fun. Well, not to spoil the whole show, but you do have the most iconic death in Lovewell history here in the show. What was the thought process behind your demise? Yeah, um, well, despite the fact that it was extremely dramatically compelling to have the, you know, rude, crude studio head who's been exploiting these monsters, these real-life monsters, get, 
torn apart by his own creation. Um, the truth is that I just really, really wanted to play in the pit for act two. So I was like, kill me off. Just kill me off at the end of the first act. And that way for the second act, I can just go sit and play guitar in the pit. And then I'll, you know, come back at the very end for the finale. Um, so dramatically it worked, but in reality, it was mainly because I just really was into the idea of joining the amazing musicians in the pit and playing along. So <laughs> that's how that came to be. Anything else you'd like to share? They Came From the Silver Screen was my last show as a Lovell student, um, but it was definitely one of the most fun shows I ever had the privilege of writing. Um, and I'm glad uh, to be talking about it now. And I really want to see a production of it sometime in the future. So, you know, somebody produce it. I want to see it again. Great. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Tyler. Oh, the show is about to begin. All right, now please no talking. Unwrap any hard candies now and take as many pictures as you'd like because the actors are at places and the curtain is rising for They Came from the Silver Screen, a thrilling new musical. Terror like you've never experienced before. The beast your government tried to hide. Science can't explain it. I'm starring Cliff Montgomery and Jane Jones is the savage beauty the beast tries to make his bride. Did you see that transformation?
which means that I'm gonna have to beef up security. You know what I always say? Security, security is a top, top priority. priority. All right, Dad. Go hang out with your friends. I have to finish up here and then sort through a thousand permits. I'll see you later. This movie's malarkey. That's the last time I'm gonna spend 50 cents for two hours of baloney. I could have been back at the farm shearing the sheep. Forget about that movie, Pop. I want a trial for Monster Homecoming. Yeah, I would love to be a leading lady. No, no one's trying out for anything unless it's assistant to the sheep farmer. I could always use some help at home. We'll talk about this later. Come on, Donald. You're right, let's go, Doris. Can I stay with my friends? Me too, pretty, 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 please. Uh, okay, fine. Be back in an hour. Chip, watch your sister. Be careful, kids. Mom! Can Buddy have a few bucks for dinner? Oh, sure, honey. But Buddy, be home by nine. Nine? Why? Because tomorrow morning you have a job interview with the mechanics. I didn't set up any interview. I know, I did it for you. You've graduated. It's about time you got a job that you could support yourself with, and you never know. Maybe in a few years you could run the entire shop. Okay, Mom. I'll see you. I'll see you kids at home. Buddy the mechanic! Buddy the mechanic! Shut up, Wendy! Hey, buddy. I have something you can fix for me. Your dignity! <laughs> what do you think about this for the headline in Sunday's paper? Spooky secrets behind the scenes of a far too blood-curdling blockbuster. Oh, gee. I don't even know if you're going to be able to get onto the set, let alone get an interview. Oh, I have my ways. So, Mom, everyone's hanging out after this. Could I go with them? Is that okay? Sure thing. Have a fun time. Are you sure? You really need to learn to live a little, Marianne. <laughs> Uncle Harvey, are you okay? The house on the hill! <laughs> what? <laughs> the house on the hill. We have to warn them. Warn him. Mom and Dad are waiting for you in the car. <laughs> the eight! The eight! We have to warn them. Come on, Uncle Harvey. Let's, let's go. Hey, Uncle Harvey, can I borrow a dollar? Can you believe it? Our little town on the silver screen. Well, why does it have to be a monster? Why can't it be a princess movie? About princesses. I hate monster movies. Oh, how are we even related? I wonder how long it takes to do all that monster makeup. Do you think we'll be able to go on set, buddy? Buddy. Picture it. Me and Jane Jones. An empty parking lot. We lock eyes. It's love at first sight. Pan left. It's a swamp thing. He moves toward when I punch him in the gills. Cut right. It's the invasion of the brain snatchers. They move towards you and realize, hmm, you have nothing to offer. That's so funny, I forgot to laugh. Pen. 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 In other news of the obvious, I'm up 50 points on all of you, so someone better cook up a good dare real quick, otherwise I'm leaving the stater as the winner. Well, I have 20 no, no, points. No, 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 see, you have zero points, and you're pointless, so scram already. But Chip! <laughs> okay, I'll do one. Give me one. I dare you to eat popcorn off the floor. Popcorn off the floor, 10 points at the most. Okay, okay. I dare you to lick the floor. For 10 seconds! <sighs> okay, I'll do it. Do it. Your tongue's not even out, Marion. <laughs> Closer to the floor. <laughs> We're waiting. Slower. You can do it, Marion. Come on. Almost there. I can't! Hot dog! Winner, winner, chicken dinner! Oh, dare for squares! Lawn is coming to Council Grove! 
to film a movie in Council Grove. He's a legend. 9052. Help, I promise, it's a monster. <coughs> 9053. Swamp after dark. 1954, aliens, aliens, aliens! <laughs> 1955, Snakes with My Summer. Classic. Exactly! I'm freaking out, my parents are ass! <laughs>
here. You ready? Ooh, who let James Dean's twin brother in here? Hello, hello. something I can help with. Why don't you see if Barb and Susie need help with those wigs? The trunks are very heavy. Uh, no thanks. <laughs> We're all set up, miss. Hello, miss. I'm at the local news. You're the director, correct? How are you going to get little Council Grove ready for its close-up? I'm gonna spruce it up. I'm gonna work my magic. I'm gonna dust off this town and make it nice.
chance, local yokels. Get out your autograph books. Time to meet a real Hollywood monster. Save some bread. Why don't you leave the big picture stuff to me, babe? Just ignore him. This is still your movie, and who knows, there might be a decent actor in this bunch. <sighs> Have fun with the farmers today, Rita. It's about time you started acting with people your own skill level. Good luck at the interview today, Jane. You're looking very corpulent today. <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> Miss Jones. Thanks for taking the time to talk. Our motto is, we're a small news source, but we're the only news source. <laughs> Let's just get started, please. The announcement that Monster Homecoming was going to be shot in Council Grove rocked our town. But the announcement that the lead role would actually go to one of the men from Council Grove almost caused a riot. How does it feel to get to act alongside one of our own? What happened to Cliff Montgomery was heartbreaking. It's tough losing my co-star of the past few films, and. He can never be truly replaced. 
That doesn't really answer my question. <laughs> okay. Great answer. Thank you. Buffard Studios is famous for its excellent monster makeup. How does it feel to get an act alongside such realistic monsters? Well, I just feel bad for the actors. I never see them out of makeup. And the hair takes a long time to put it on. Barb and Susie, our on-set makeup extraordinaires, are very talented. Rumor has it you and Rita Carlisle aren't the best of friends. Can you confirm or deny this? Excuse me? She called you corpulent. You know what that means. Fat. <laughs> oh! Probably shouldn't have said that. Next! Ah, <laughs> oh, Mr. Mayor. It's an honor to have someone as prestigious as you auditioning for my movie. You can leave the town, now let's see if you can leave this movie. Rita, we'll be reading an actual scene with you. Doctor! Every monster we have ever created is coming back to destroy us all! What do we do? Science! Science will surely save us all! But, Doctor, surely you won't have looking at your script! Next! Thank you, Mr. Mayor. We will be in touch. Come on, I'm telling you, you can't underestimate the blob. It can take Godzilla to fight any day of the week. There's no way the blob can beat Godzilla. It's a blob. What's it gonna do to a big fire-breathing lizard? Inconvenience it? Come on, Godzilla wins. Hey guys, isn't that the kid that got to be the monster earlier? Yeah, he must be involved with the movie. Two points to whoever can get him to come over here and talk to us. Hey, Kevin. Yeah, you come here. <laughs> <laughs> can he get past these ropes? Sure thing. <laughs> In a fair fight? Of course. Are you joshing me? Absolutely not. Godzilla wins. Kid knows his stuff. Guess. So Clark, what's your story? How come you're in town? Oh, my mom's the director of the movie. Your mom? A woman director? Me no. Jeepers. Willikers. You should hang out with us. You mean it? Of course. You seem like a cool cat. It'll be fun. Why don't you come and meet us down at Salty's Soda Shop? Downtown. Sure thing. Let me just run and ask my mom. <laughs> oh, Kevin, I hope you can get us on set. Especially since that last mask didn't count. Those five million points are as good as mine. Next! <laughs> I have a pair of my favorite piece for my favorite play. Oh, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? Deny thy father and refuse thy name? No, no, no. That is not how you do Shakespeare. This is how you do Shakespeare. And if thou wilt not be but sworn my love, and I'll no longer be a Capulet. Ladies, we are auditioning for the leading male. And you, miss, are neither male nor leading. I'm sorry, but it's a no. You bossy hossy. This is <laughs> I will tell everyone about this little incident. In fact, I'll just start my own movie. You'll see. You will all see. <laughs> Golly, Rita! I thought you had more self-control than that. No need to antagonize these people. Next! Who do you people think you are? Bring the circus into town and causing everyone to go crazy? My children have been running around like hooligans and haven't been seen in hours. Your movie is going to be the end of this town. I know it.
This is it. This is exactly what I've been looking for. This is the American dream. This man's passion, his dedication, his pride. This man. What's your name, guy? Donald. Donald! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, will be the next leading man in my new instant classic, Monster Homecoming. You're amazing! <laughs> what have I gotten myself into?
You can't prevent the inevitable. You two are only making it worse. We trusted you once. Don't count on it again. Why don't you just run away? It's what you're good at. Take my word for it, or you'll be sorry. Let me go. 
young and beautiful to die! You damn fool! You led them straight to this gymnasium! You endangered the lives of everyone here! These are rounds of the building! Where else was I supposed to go? No matter now. We must maintain our composure. We don't want a damn ride on our hands!
We hope you enjoyed Act 1 of They Came from the Silver Screen. For tonight's brief intermission, we'd like to let you know about some exciting things happening in the Lovewell community. In November, two one-act versions of musicals from the Lovewell catalog will be performed at Thespian Festivals in South Florida. Ramblewood Middle School will be performing Daybreak, and NSU University School will be performing Roots of Red. The students at Somerset Academy Arts Conservatory in Pembroke Pines, Florida, are also hard at work on their own brand new one-act Lovewell musical that will also be performed in November. Keep your eyes on lovewell.org for a brand new website in the coming weeks. And don't forget to mark your calendar for January 6, 2018 for the 9th Annual Lovewell Songbook Concert at Nova Southeastern University. We'll be posting new episodes of Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast, on the first Thursday of every month, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Ooh, the lights just flickered. It's time to get back to the show. Enjoy Act 2 of They Came from the Silver Screen. Crying? 
The great wolf man is crying. I killed him. We <laughs> all killed him. You saved our lives. It was either him or us. Hey, this is no worse than filming a werewolf in Persia where you accidentally mauled those senior citizens. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad. You're all the most you're all the most unmonsterish monsters I've ever met. What's that supposed to mean? Shut up, buddy! I'm sorry, but I'm in a bit of a dilemma. I mean, how am I supposed to feel? I finally meet my idols. I'm living my dream, and it's the biggest letdown ever. I mean, you this should be thrilling. You should be terrifying. But you're all so pathetic. Kid, we're not those kinds of monsters. Then what kinds of monsters are you? We're Actors! But those aren't costumes. We're method actors. <laughs> what you see is who we are. Were you born this way? That's kind of a long story. Well, you're stars to me. If you ever untie us, I'd love to get your autograph. Could you tell us what it's like? What? Hollywood. And the lights always shining. Are the streets paved with gold? Building to really scrape the sky the way that I've been told. I've spent my whole life wondering what you know. It ain't no walk in the park, kid. Hollywood is not a wonderland, oh man, you got it wrong.
your area of expertise. We're the professionals here. Let us do our job. Mike, keep the camera going. Can't keep my car. Get yourself some holy water, your silver bullets, and your wooden stakes. Let's move out. We're locked and loaded and thirsty for vengeance with pitchforks and torches ablaze. No one was supposed to know. How long did you think you could keep real monsters without us knowing? <coughs> the house on the hill. The house on the hill. I just can't stop thinking about what they're probably doing to Buddy and Wendy. Me and Buddy were so close to going steady. <laughs> I tell you what, the next time I see those monsters, I'll, I'll, I'll give them the old what for. Where do we even keep the monsters? What do you feed them? Where did these monsters even come from anyway? The house on the hill! The house on the hill! Quiet, Uncle Hardy. <laughs> you shouldn't even be here. I'm with my friends. Chinky's a clue. I heard my mom and Mr. Rafar talking about that place when we got here. They said uh, not to come, not to go near there, and not to talk to anyone that came out of it. Yeah, our mothers and teachers would always say the same thing. You know, 
One, two, the crazies are coming for you. Three, four, don't go up the hill. We know the song, Betty Lou. But I'm just trying to help. That's where they're from. That's where the monsters are from. Up on the hill. Come, I'll show you.
shot is all set up. Now, do exactly as the wranglers do. You're hunting monsters. You're in the wild. You're terrified. And action. I think we've picked up the trail. Look, fresh tracks. Look on the ground, a giant scary claw that can only belong to the big bad wolf man. Shut up, they'll give us away. But that's what I'm best at. No, this isn't a claw. It's too big. It's too smooth. It's ancient. This must be a horn from Demon Boy. I said shut up. Get out of the shot, Rita. Yeah, we only have a limited amount of tape and film. Come on. Actually, she's pretty good. Keep going, Rita. If this is Demon Boy we're dealing with, then this is a bigger threat than I originally thought. Demon Boy might look innocent, but he is the most dangerous of all hell beasts. But luckily, I have encountered him before. I'm gonna need some supplies. I need a cross. I'm a rosary, a King James Bible, and a vial of holy water. Quickly! Oh, you're asking me to do these things? Yes, right this instant. Do you even know who I am? Oh, and we're gonna need leeches to extract this evil with. Lots and lots of leeches. Ew! It's ridiculous. Donald should be doing this, not me. Are you crazy? The only reason I'm with you all is because those wranglers are the best chance we have of finding the kids. What have I gotten myself into? I came here to shoot my masterpiece, and now I'm on the last float of the Moron Parade. It's going to be years before a female director is respected in this genre again. Have I really been promoted? Sure, it doesn't matter now. But all I do is pass out copy. A couple more scenes like this, and you'll be passing out pink slips. Let's keep rolling, everyone. Barb, Susie, get Donald into hair and makeup. I want him to look, look dead and bloody for the next scene. And Make him look like Serpentine I got him. Are you kidding me? I don't want to be your stupid movie anymore. I didn't want to be in this damn thing in the first place. I'm no actor. I'm a sheep farmer. The furthest thing from an actor on this planet. Listen, Hot Stuff, come and talk with us for a bit. Yeah, we promise we won't purposely get any makeup on you if you give us just a moment of your time. You won't purposely put any makeup on me? How do you accidentally put makeup on a person? <laughs> like this, of course. Oh, hey, uh, hey now, I've got a wife, and I've got kids too, that's why I'm here. You see, their friends are kidnapped by the monsters, and I have to get them back if I want everything to go back to being peaceful. I don't think you Hollywood types quite understand. Here in Kansas, we think people are much more important than monster movies. Once you and your monsters get out of this town, everything's going back to being normal. Ugh, the monsters. Ugh, I've had it up to here with the monsters. Ugh, it's like playing with fire.
which my wife and I will be carrying out because the brave doctors have volunteered for the experiments as well. It's an ideal experiment, with ideal participants, in an ideal environment. What could go wrong? Welcome one and all to our dining hall. We gather in the name of science. Have yourself a seat. There's plenty here to eat. Tonight we're making history. We have a lot to do. Let's make a better you. We, we must request your full compliance. hereby pledge my mind and body to science and its exploration into the alteration of the human personality. By doing this, I agree to exercise my faults and shortcomings. In any way deems prudent by science. Side effects may include headaches, <laughs> nausea, suicidal ideation, indigestion, dry eyes, depression, hives, coughing. Runny nose, stuffy nose, blood nose, mild schizophrenia, insomnia, narcolepsy, and sneezing.
up to Fox Studios. I'm here to take care of your little monster problem. They could be dangerous. Really, we don't know what they're capable of. Not to worry, Dollface. I'll never see these things again. I'm gonna turn you all into stars. Monsters. <laughs> Grab the cages and shackles, boys. Let's load them up. There. I saw what happened, and I kept quiet. But these people need to be reunited with their missing parts. There's no way the monsters made it to this town by accident. This was fate!
have any thoughts you have on the movie, follow the screen. Well, Jane Jones and Rita Kellum will be signing some autographs out in the lobby. Don't get too feisty around you. We've been without a job lately, so we're looking for just about anything to bring. We came to your town to film a horror movie. We exploited you, we exploited our talents, and put everyone in danger. And we're sorry for that. But tonight, we celebrate our monsters both inside and out. What was formerly called Monster Homecoming now has a new name. Tonight, we present to you Monsters Coming Home.
you all for joining us for our first episode of Listen Well, a Love Well podcast. If you have ideas for future shows, let us know. Special thanks to Alana and Jared for their terrific interviews. Be sure to subscribe, and we will see you next month for Roots of Red, the musical before the hood. Until then, I'm Tyler Grimes, reminding you to listen well, create well, love well. Good night.